0: Welcome to We Over Me. We are loving this podcast series. And today, Tori and I are going to talk a little bit about the relationship building domain of strengths. But I think one of the things that we want to make sure that we do consistently in these conversations is remind everyone that this is part of a series. So if you're joining in now, we may be focusing on certain strengths, but this is part of a series where we talk about truly all 34. And we talk about the influence of Of strengths in our organization and and why learning and talking about our talent and learning and talking about good things that we notice and spot in other people is such a meaningful part of our everyday. So, I want to start off by introducing myself and and my top five strengths, and then I'll have Tori do the same. Um, I'm Allison Horn, and I serve as the director of engagement for teammates, and I lead with the strengths of input, communication, strategic woo, and empathy.
1: And my name is Tori Pedersen. I am one of the training and support coordinators with teammates. And so I get the privilege to train a whole bunch of lovely mentors. And my top five are input, belief, positivity, empathy, and connectedness. So I wanna start us off by really introducing what the relationship building strengths are. And so I'm gonna list them off here. We've got adaptability, includer, Connectedness, individualization, developer, positivity, empathy, relator, and harmony. So, Allison, I'm curious, how many relationship building strengths do you have in your top ten?
0: A bunch. <laughs> I was just thinking, oh, that that sounds like me. Um, I I'm going to focus in on a couple. Um, empathy, which uh, Tori and I share, and actually a lot of our teammate staff. Um, have this in their top five as well. And I've been thinking about this theme a lot lately. Um, this is Valentine's week and, you know, all the hearts. I am a person who leads with heart and knowing and understanding that about myself was truly the first step in understanding how to aim it in a meaningful way. As a kiddo, um, with my high empathy, I was highly emotional, still am highly emotional. And, um, I got a lot of like, why are you crying? Sort of questions, and I just felt all the things. And now, what I've learned about that talent of empathy is, um, it helps me to bring emotional intelligence. I can pick up on the energy that's coming from other people, but also I think I have a an awareness of how someone else might be feeling. So, you know, really taking that strength and applying it has matured that strength into a. A superpower, but I also have high individualization, and individualization for me is about the love of of someone else's story, and I I love hearing other people share about their why or how they got to today or you know what they feel about the world. So one of the things I said many years ago um, as a trainer that my job title could be the designer of heart work, and that I feel like I walk around in this world bringing heart and doing heart work and I think that really speaks to my empathy but also as you brought up some of those other themes the way that those blend in as well how about for you Tori so I
1: have five relationship building strengths in my top 10 so I'm also very much a feeler very much a people person but I love what you said about empathy and kind of building off of that I also with my connectedness and my positivity I would call my relationship building strengths, my intuition strengths, because they're my gut check. I was asked a question one time um, in a coaching session, the uh, the coach had asked me, everything that you're certain about, you're telling me how it feels and everything that you're uncertain about, you're telling me what you think about it or what you think it should look like. And my jaw hit the floor. I was like, I've never considered that that is how I make decisions. And these relationship-building strengths are that intuition piece for me of recognizing how people feel, of seeing where opportunities are, of seeing the way that different pieces interact. And that's what shapes this view of what the world is. And that's how I kind of come back to home base of how do I feel about this? Because that's going to tell me what direction I need to move in. And so I think it's cool because so many times I think when people think of relationship-building, They think just of the people side of things. If you like to make friends, you're happy-go-lucky, you have a bubbly personality, but there's so many layers to it that I think can sometimes, I don't want to say get overlooked, but aren't considered that bring such a cool dynamic into what people's strengths are and incorporating other strengths as well. I mean, I loved the way you said individualization for you is hearing other people's stories, and I see your communication in that. And so individualization might be the people piece, bring it in, learn all of that information, figure out what makes them tick. But then communication is then a way you carry that out and what you can do with that. And so I love hearing the way that those blend together. I think
0: um, the, the um, intuition piece of, of empathy is is such a great one to remember and to kind of lean in on. And I think when I look back at some of my relationship building themes, or I think back about my strengths, it's easier for me to identify where they maybe are, um, to a fault. Right. So I'm too emotional or I'm too heart ish when in actuality, that's the best of me and learning how to truly aim it has helped me to tame it as well. So. I was thinking about how many how many years I've spent fighting my intuition or fighting the heart feels. And one of the things I think I've learned as I've gotten older and truly through this language and through the um, time and energy and investment of other people helping me to aim my strengths, I'm better t- understanding that this truly is the best of me and it is how I show up in the world. So I have a reminder on my phone that says, um, lean into your heart wisdom, your heart knows the way. And that's something I actually put in my phone to have daily reminders that the way I show up in the world is not just okay. It brings a unique lens that I can share. So for something to feel like success for me, it needs to hit here so sorry you know because you're a gifted coach and you've talked to me about my my 34 themes but we talked about my top 10 and i only have one executing theme in my top 10 that doesn't mean that i don't get things done i i look at my life i think i get quite a few things done each day and and i look over the course of my life and think i've accomplished a few things but it doesn't feel like success to me if it doesn't land here and that to me is, as a reminder, no matter where my themes, these, these strengths land in those domains, what's going to feel like achievement or feel like execution to me lands in the heart.
1: And I think that's such a great point. And I see that a lot with the way I influence. I have one influencing strength in my top 10 and it's woo, which kind of a relationship building strength too. And so. For me, the way that I influence people is through relationships. I want people to do things because they respect me, because they care about me, because they know that I care about them. I don't want people to do things just because I said so or just because I asked them to, but they don't understand why. And so that relationship piece is huge for me. And so when I think about how I attack a problem or how I approach motivating other people to get in on something that I'm working on, it's through that relationship piece. And it's through being able to bring people together and hear what they have to say and hearing their voice and being a part of this team that says, okay, we're in this. And so I think it's so interesting when you look at the ways that strengths can cross into different domains. And so I'd be curious to hear from your perspective. I knew relationships were important to me from a very young age, but when did it first strike you that it wasn't just coincidence that you loved people, that it was a part of who you were and something that you could use and that strengthened you?
0: I think uh, as a, I was a farm kid and um, absolutely love reflecting on the the years of um, particularly five to 10 Um I, I lost my dad when I was five and I I saw how people showed up for us and people showed up in our, in our family and and people showed up for my brother and me and for my mom. And I could kind of sense that during a difficult time, having people around me, I felt seen, heard, loved. Fast forward, you know, you're a farm kid. There are opportunities that the city kids have and by city, you know, Tori, you know, I grew up in a super small town, but the city kids could just ride their bikes to the pool. And I was a farm kid who, you know, I had to figure out a ride to town or if I could be in town or if I could stay at my grandparents to be at the pool. So I feel like sometimes I was missing out. And I realized that I created space for people at the farm. So um, after my dad passed away, we no longer had livestock. So we had this big, um, we had a a cattle and a hog operation. And so um, I basically had Um, Two pig sheds that I renovated and made into um, playhouses where I would invite our neighbor friends to ride their bikes over, which was like, you know, three miles, which, you know, maybe doesn't seem like a lot to those who ride bikes everywhere. But for us as kids, it was a big deal and they would ride over and we would like we would just play. And those are my favorite days is when I knew that there were people coming and could be in that container in that space that I had renovated for people to be in. That was probably one of my first indicators. And then, of course, you know, school. I loved being, I loved going to school. I loved lunchtime. I loved recess. I loved music. I loved anything that involved the connection to others. So that five to 10 year old me was in her element when there were people
1: around. I love hearing how young it was that you had those realizations. Because I think that's the thing too is, Strengths don't just develop one day when you're an adult in a job. They're there from the time you're a little kid before you even know what a strength is, which I think is really powerful.
0: One of the things that I'm curious about for you, Tori, when you think about these, you know, relationship building themes and the work that you do, you're in the performance space a lot. Um, And when I use that phrase performance, I think we're all performers. Like we, we all are getting up and giving book reports every day, depending on, you know, what our role looks like. That may be when we're sitting down with our our nephews and we're reading a storybook, or it could be when we are at the grocery store and someone says, oh, did you, have you tried this um, fantastic coffee? Tell me about it. Like we're all in an element of performance. Your role has you constantly up in front of others and influencing others to get excited about teammates but also as a result, you're building these amazing relationships with mentors uh, across the program. I was wondering for you what this job has felt like in regards to, and your tasks even, that are part of your job in in regards to relationship building themes.
1: That's a great question. You know, I would say that for several, several years now, I've always just felt this purpose that I want to be able to show people that the world is better than they think it is that they are more capable than they think they are and when you give me a platform to do that i get really excited about it and i think it is that empathy piece of i want to be able to reach people's hearts i want to open their minds and their hearts to this possibility that they can make an impact they can make a difference i've always grown up hearing from my dad that one person can make a difference And I have believed the way that I can do that is on an individual level. And so rather than becoming a great influencer where I'm posting things all the time and trying to share out some message, I want to do it on that one-to-one basis. And I think training gives me a great opportunity to do that. I can hear people's stories. I can hear why they want to mentor, what mentoring means to them, and show them that they're capable of making an impact on a young person's life. I love When I get questions about how am I supposed to influence a young person to reach their full potential, I don't even know what I'm doing in my life, or I have so many questions, or I feel so lost. And it's so cool to be able to share with them all it takes is showing up, all it takes is building relationships. And that's whether you have relationship building strengths or not. Just the way that you show up in the world consistently for somebody is the way that you're going to build a relationship with them. And so for me, I'm getting to preach about something that I believe in every single day. And belief is in my top five. So that's really important to me is I want to be able to share the message out. I want to be able to let the world know the things that I feel are really important and teammates aligns so perfectly with things that I value that it's such a great opportunity for me to get to use my relationship building strengths to build connections with mentors, to then inspire them to know that they are perfectly capable of influencing a young person's life which is so rewarding to
0: me. It's a cool moment for me to be able to hear you share that because um my teammate's career started in uh, 2005 as a program coordinator and training was something that I that I loved to do. But those relationships Tori, are lifelong. So um I have I've trained thousands of mentors and I love when I'm in one time I was in the airport and I had um and Jamie is amazing. I hope she's listening to this. Jamie walked up and she's like, it's Allison, Right. And I kind of, you know, looked at her like, uh, yes. And she said with teammates, you trained me. And I, it ended up that we got reconnected and we are, we are friends. And i actually got to feature uh, a story, her story, she and her husband's story that's um, tied to music, how they met and all the concerts that they've gone to. I mean, and that's because I was lucky enough to be her trainer. I have literally hundreds of examples of that where someone will say, okay, Allison, with teammates, right? Or I know you through teammates or you trained me or they'll pick up the phone and say, hey, Allison, I remember you talking about this in training. Can you remind me what the policy is or what the safe boundaries are around this? And that honors my relationship building themes in feeling like that three hour training had a ripple effect in both of our lives. So it's kind of like in the training role, we get to practice mentoring and we get to practice the art of building a relationship and being someone's person, you know, cause you're introducing them to teammates. So I am significantly older than Tori, um, as visibly clear here. Um, but To think about how, you know, some of those initial trainings, I can still remember those dialogues and I can still remember the people um, that I was lucky enough to meet and build relationships with. And those are forever friendships and uh, really honoring to my relationship building themes to be in a role of training. And I can see how um, that's going to impact you and how much you are going to impact others.
1: Thanks, Allison. So I'm curious, the relationship building strengths and all strengths have this magic about them. I think every domain has a different kind of magic about it. What do you see as the magic with the relationship building domain? Granted,
0: I'm biased on this. So I'll say that as a caveat. Is there anything more important, you know, in the world than how we show up for others, how we show up for one another? Um, there's a, a beautiful quote by uh, a thought leader, um, Ram Das. And he said, we're all just walking each other home. And I love that quote that really resonates with me. And I feel like the relationship building themes bring the magic of seeing and hearing others. You know, the greatest human need is being heard, but also um in being the the person that is the receiver, you know, that someone might want to walk alongside of you, whatever that looks like. So I think I'm a little biased because I have high relationship building themes and high influencing themes. But to me, the magic in, in walking another home or walking with someone, I often share in my, in my work with strengths. I, I don't like the term guide or I don't like the term coach. I prefer the term guide because I'm walking with whomever I'm speaking with. And it may be a coaching session that I walk away with recognition of my own talent. Or my own uniqueness and the way that I show up in the world. So uh, I think the magic of the relationship building themes is that we all have a desire to be seen and heard as we are, where we are. Teammates does that so well. Uh, Hannah did Hannah and Elena do a great job with our social media. And I think there was a post about what do you love about teammates? And I didn't get to it on Valentine's Day as quickly as I wanted to, but I thought, There's so many things that I love about this organization, but the pathway of relationships, the pathway of someone showing up, not because they have to, but because they want to. The opportunity for these two humans to meet and connect that probably wouldn't happen if it wasn't for the teammates' connection. That is incredible. And the ripple effect of that goes on and on. Um, as a teammate's mom, I've seen that many times over as a teammates trainer. I've seen that many times over as a program coordinator. I was part of the magic of matching as a regional coordinator. I was able to see the impact of the program coordinators, their relationship and their love of teammates and their willingness to, to help make that that magic happen. I don't know. I'd be hard pressed to find a higher level of magic in the other domains
1: that I do in the relationship building. I think it's a powerful one. For sure. So I I like to think, too, about ways that we're recognized through our strengths. And as somebody who has a lot of relationship building strengths, I can tell you that the greatest compliment that I ever received from people is when they tell me that I make them feel safe to share who they are. That's There's not a greater thing that you could say to me than letting me know that I create some sort of space or feeling in you that you feel like you can show up and be honest and share things that you may not otherwise feel comfortable sharing. Allison, I'd be curious to hear, what is that compliment for you? What does it look like to honor your relationship building strengths? First
0: of all, I just want to acknowledge that you do that everywhere you go, everywhere you go, Tori. And it, it's truly magical. Um, the gift and the beauty of being in an organization for a while is, uh, Like, yeah, you have historical knowledge and, you know, you you get to know a lot of the people that have been part of the organization for quite some time, but you also get to see people come in to this space. And, you know, that's my hope is that people feel seen and heard as a staff and as, you know, constituents of this amazing organization where, again, it came from an idea that was taken to an action step, one action step that led to another and another. Um, I think for me, I, I, I'm asked this a lot and I love the question. Actually, one of my favorite questions is what's your why? And I, I think the greatest way, the most impactful way that I can be recognized is when someone says, you made me feel like I matter. My my good friend, Shane uh, Lopez, who I speak about a lot, Shane wrote um, Making Hope Happen. He was a tremendous thought leader for Gallup and, and uh, KU. When it came to research around hope and positive psychology, uh, Shane always made you feel like you were the only person in the room. And I, I felt it, but I also witnessed it. And it was like this quick sort of trust building that he did by the way that he heard you and listened. Um, We talk a lot about being a good listener um, as a mentor, but being an active listener, you know, is really how you. You come back to those conversations that you have, or you, you listen for the things that aren't being said as much as the things that are. And I think for me to help people feel like they matter, that's, that's how I know that I'm in my purpose and in my why.
1: I love that. I love how purpose driven it is and really showcases what relationship building strengths can do. I think sometimes they kind of get a rep of the softer strengths, but when you can show somebody that they matter, when you can show somebody that their opinion is worthy of being heard and that they are capable of more than they realized, I mean, think about everything that happens because of that. And you're going to hear my connectedness shining through on this, but it is, it's that ripple effect of we were able to have a conversation that sparked something in you. And because of that, you're going to impact so many other people you might work harder, you might accomplish more, you might fulfill a dream that you may not have otherwise. And I think that is where the strength in the relationship building domain lies, is it's unleashing potential and shining a light on it when it may not have been visible before that
0: your, your connectedness does shine. That was actually, I mean, I keep circling it. I always, you know, jot notes. That's my input in action, the way that I jot notes, but I was just circling it. And my notes are kind of messy. Um, but when something really sticks for me, I put a heart around it. When something, um, needs follow-up, I circle it and star. And I was thinking about how even like use of emojis is such a great strength spotting activity. I often will give, um, coaching clients, the homework of looking at social media and spotting strengths or listening for catchphrases and spotting strengths. But I was just thinking about emojis and the heart emoji is my most over overutilized. I use it all the time. So do I I know that makes all kinds of sense to me. I also um, think about some of my catchphrases, Tori, one of my catchphrases is my heart is full. And I think, you know, in the relationship building themes, we can see all those sort of parts, but it's also in how I go about getting things done. I, I've shared about this many times. I have low analytical, I, I have low logic themes in my mind. And it isn't, part, it isn't that I have the excuse of, well, it's not part of my job to look at a spreadsheet. I have to look at a lot of spreadsheets, but what makes it come alive for me is to think about the story behind it. So if I'm looking at like our mentor or mentee survey results, I'm thinking about every kiddo that responded to that and how the relationship with their mentor has impacted them. I'm thinking about the students that I saw in Sutherland or in Gearing, Nebraska, or the students that I saw in Custer, South Dakota, or the students that I saw in Council Bluffs, Iowa, I'm I'm thinking about those students and how they're showing up and responding to a survey data question. And that's what helps me get to the logic and the math is through the stories of the people connecting. So it isn't that it's not part of my job to do math like things or to work with numbers, it is. But the way that they come alive for me is through truly the impact of relationships?
1: Impact is the exact word that I was about to use. It's taking information that sometimes can feel cold or it can feel dry and seeing why it matters. I found the same thing when we're looking at training and we're looking at making updates to training or finding new research that's going to impact training. I never thought I was a research person until I really started diving into what does this actually mean? How is this going to influence the way that we carry out building relationships with our students? And how do we make the most of this experience for them? I want to be able to prove it. And that's why I've learned that I've started to really enjoy what felt much more of that strategic thinking and planning, which isn't as prevalent in my strengths It's there, but it's not as strong as relationship building. But when I can tie it back to the people, I'll get lost for hours in that kind of information.
0: And I think, um, as we all know, we need both, right? We need all. We need all those perspectives in order to be able to really make an impact. So when you think about complementary partners, I think about, in my own world, in my own um, family container, my son is a natural complementary partner to me because he has some of these, you know, strengths that I don't. He has high deliberative. He has high analytical. And um, I remember when he was little, and I, I know I've probably shared this story with you, um, toward, but we, were, we were explaining to Sean why he couldn't go to a friend's house. And I was explaining to him my reasoning because he was like, well, why not? He, I don't think he was even, he might've been six, seven years old. And I explained to him, you know, why not? And he looked at me and he said, your reasoning is nothing but a string of emotion. And I remember just sitting there in awe of like, yeah, that's how I do things, right? I'm in the heart. I'm in the feels. Yep. And Sean needed logic. So fast forward to in the last year, um, I purchased a vehicle. And I was explaining to him, you know, this purchase. And he was like, what's the gas mileage? I said, I don't know. He goes, what's, what's the engine? I said, I don't know. He goes, you don't know any of the facts about this vehicle. And I said, no. And he goes, what, why did, what made you decide to purchase it? And I said, I like how it feels. That is so, I mean, it may seem pretty simple, but examples of like, I'm in the heart. I'm in the feels in the way that I do all the things. And I need someone like Sean to say, whoa, 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 <laughs> let's have some logic in in some of the decision-making. And I'm really grateful that here is this built-in in my own you know, family dynamic, this complimentary partner who sees the world so differently.
1: Mm-hmm. And I think it's exciting to be able to tie that in with the heart side of things, because I know for me, typically the heart justification is enough. Sometimes I need to bring in some more of that information, those facts. But when there's somebody else who can challenge that, then I get excited to prove that my feelings align with that. And I don't know if that's just me being a little competitive in it, but it's exciting to be able to say, no, but there's value here too. Look at this. Let's prove it. Let's talk about it. And so not only is it a nice balance of a complimentary partnership, But it sparks such interesting conversation, too, when you can kind of compare and contrast how you might get to the same point and take different paths. And
0: I hear your integrity stand out, which is is such alignment with your high belief. Um, Belief is one of those themes that reminds me of core values and um, in teammates, why we do what we do. Um, We don't sit around coming up with ways to make it difficult to mentor we sit around and come up with ways to make it safer for everyone involved and a safe, healthy relationship, what that looks like. And that's built within our core values. And Coach Osborne's number one strength is belief, you know, to think about how those core values and that sense of integrity have turned into the, the major functions of, of how and why we do what we do. So the boundaries in teammates are to honor what a safe, healthy relationship looks like between a safe adult friend and a young person. And I, I think oftentimes when we're having dialogue, Tori, I hear your belief so clearly, and I hear how your heart aligns in um, those core values. So for you to be in the role of teaching and training the core values and the safe, healthy boundaries and the safe relationships of teammates is you in your purpose and in the great utilization of your talent.
1: And what a way to speak to belief because I, I've i always felt it does so much more for my relationships than it does for me getting things done. Mm-hmm. And I think it's a great example of how strengths do cross over. There's not just one box that they fit in. You use every strength to fit into each domain when the time calls for it.
0: I, I'm glad that you brought that up. I Especially with relationship building themes, there's some of them that I I kind of do my big question mark and my curious face about adaptability by Gallup's um, terminology is, is labeled as a relationship building theme. And for the longest time, I could not understand that. I just thought, oh my goodness, why would adaptability be a relationship building theme? It's more in how they execute or more in how they think. And then I got to spend time with my colleague, Tess, a lot of Uh, years on the road, the two of us doing a lot of training and teaching together. And I saw how her adaptability provided psychological safety for me. It it made me feel like if the PowerPoint goes out, we're all right. She's right here. She's got me. Um, It's also, I think, in the way the nuances of that strength show themselves time and time again. You know, there's nothing more constant than change. But for those of us with low adaptability, we fight it. And people with high adaptability almost bring this sense this confidence about changes on the horizon always and that provides such a safety net for me um, to know that there's someone quite different from me who's gonna have my back in those situations so there are a lot of themes that I, I do sort of that big question mark as to why would they fall into this domain and you're right Tori I like to make big arguments for how each of the 34 themes can fit into any of those four domains, because we Mm -hmm. all build the relationships. We all get things done through the executing themes. We all think um, strategic thinking and we all influence. So I love these dialogues that we're able to have here in this container and in this space to share with other people. But but I look forward to hearing what our audience thinks as well um, about the domains and about how strengths may um, drive the good work that they do.
1: And I love what you said about the way Tess was able to bring some stability for you and build that relationship. And it leads me perfectly into what I want to share with all of you listening about your homework. We've talked a lot about how the relationship building strengths show up in our lives, how they can show up for others, what that magic piece of the relationship building strengths really is. And I want you to think about how your strengths help you to build relationships. But then I also want you to think about the people in your life that you see as great as building relationships, whether they create that space for you to just show up and be yourself, whether they bring you some stability when things keep changing, whether they point out things that they see in you that you didn't see before. And think about how you can recognize them for their ability to do that for you and what they bring to you through their ability to build relationships. So I want to thank you all for listening. We've loved having this conversation and we always love hearing your thoughts. So share with us how you build relationships and don't be afraid to reach out to that person who does a great job of that in your life. And we will see you next time on We Over Me.
0: Boy, Elena, I can't remember where we are in the rest of these, but it would be really good for us in some in one of these to talk about nature versus nurture
1: mm-hmm.
0: with strengths and how it's both. And
1: oh, I love, I, I could talk all day about that. <laughs>
0: yeah, I think that's such a great, especially with our audience, because you are nurturing a student's strengths when you are having conversations. About, like, you're, if you imagine strengths like, um, you know, buds on a growing tree, if they are recognized, if they are really um, honored, if they get to grow, they turn it into, you know, this beautiful tree branch. But if they get smashed or they're stifled or, and I use the example all the time about um, from uh, the work of um, Ken Robinson, Sir Ken Robinson, Um, there's a book where he talks about a kiddo who he could walk on his hands early and, you know, mom has the choice, right? Does she say knock it off with the hand sing or does she drive 45 minutes one way to get into gymnastics? Thankfully, she did the latter and he turned into an Olympic gymnast And he talks about how the influence that we have as adults on young people when it comes to spotting and aiming their talent.